This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, pastor here, Radio Missions, First Baptist Church of Algiers, where we once was in New Orleans for many, many years under the direction of Pastor L.R. Shelton, who's gone on to be with the Lord. And now we're in Walker, Louisiana, because of Hurricane Katrina, and the Lord is blessing us. But we're looking at uh, that uh, the Bible does not condemn the use of medicine. No. The Bible doesn't dishonor, doesn't doesn't say that medicine dishonors God. Nowhere, nowhere will you find that. We were looking there in our last study uh, regarding uh, Hezekiah. We find that Isaiah sent Hezekiah word for his sickness. Old Hezekiah had had uh, got word to to uh, Isaiah, and he said, "Send him word back." He said, uh, "Let him take a lump of figs and lay it up on." for a plaster upon the ball. Apparently he was covered with balls, and he shall recover. That's Isaiah 38, 21. If you'd like to go there and read it, we find here Isaiah's command was to use a material remedy. If you was raised on a farm like I was, you would use remedies. We had home remedies, and I believe in those things. I believe in home remedies. I strictly do. I remember one time, when I was about six years old, we were my dad was working on a, what we called a chicken house and uh, making a making a chicken house or tearing one down or something. And a little old kid like me, about six years old, I jumped off of that little old chicken house and landed on a board on the ground, and a nail went clumb through my little old foot, stuck out through the top. And I remember just like it was yesterday. And my dad got down off the house and pulled that board off, pulled that nail out of my foot. Went in the house and got some coal oil, kerosene, and tied a tied a rag around my foot and put that coal oil on the bottom and top of my foot and uh, put a sock over it and uh, went right on hopping around for a day or two. And then I've had other time where he would take a piece of, of fat meat and, and tie it onto your arm or leg where you had a ball or a sore. And it wouldn't be but a day or two of those things. Now, I'm not advising you to do that. No, but my friend, the, the, the kerosene killed the infection, kept it from getting infection in it, and we had to do those things. We had, we had lots of things. Uh, uh, that's right. That's right. I broke my leg when I was about seven years old, and there wasn't a doctor nowhere around. My daddy had to borrow a car to take me to the doctor about 9 o'clock at night. A bunch of us boys were playing out in the pasture, and the old doctor, well, wasn't no plaster cast back then. He took uh, cypress boards and, and put them on each side of my leg and filled in the cracks with cotton and gauze and wrapped that thing around there and uh, made it like a, like a cast. It was a splint, and I uh, kept that on for a good while and couldn't go back to school because I couldn't walk on it. I had to keep my weight off of it, so my daddy made me a crutch. He went out in the woods and found a nice-looking little, little pole, and he cut it down and split it and made me a little crutch out of it and cut it to fit under my arm. And that's what I used. That was, that was a home remedy, my friend. I believe in those home remedies. And, uh, but we get back to our study. Old Hezekiah took that lump of figs and put it on that ball. Now, my friend, that power that God put in those figs was to draw the ball to a head. Here's the thing I've noticed. Uh, individuals who condemn the use of medicine and physicians fail to see the hand of God in the use of those things. They say, Pastor, you just dishonor the Lord by the use of medicine, and it shows your lack of faith in God for medicine. Such is not the case. Medicine can only help nature to restore health, and it's just as much in the hand of God in healing through means as it is directly without the use of means. We find here 
In old Hezekiah's sickness, the use of means, God commanded it through his prophet. And I praise the Lord for God's man, don't you? Don't you do that, my friend? Listen, God blessed the use of means in healing Hezekiah. Now, what are you going to do with God's command? You may try to explain it away, but there it is. And then I want to call your attention to this fact in connection with Paul's command to Timothy. We spoke of uh, in our last message or two. Take a little wine for thine often infirmities or sicknesses that prayer is not mentioned. But when Paul spoke of Timothy's spiritual life and spiritual con- condition in 2 Timothy 1.3, he said that without ceasing I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day. Now, let me state that this does not prove that we should not pray to God in time of physical need. No, sir. No, sir. Oh, my friend. Listen, I tell you, we have to, we have to, we have to lean on the Lord, don't we? Lean on the Lord. I've seen our pastor, late pastor, folks would call him there in the office about someone that was uh, real sick, and he'd just pray for them right over the phone. Yeah, that's right, and that's what we ought to do. Folks call you, and they, they, they or call me. We need to just sit there and quietly pray for them right over the phone. Now, uh, Christ said in Matthew, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. And he said again, I know your needs before you ask. Now, we're going to turn to Genesis chapter 50 and verse 2 and look at these words. And Joseph commanded his servants, the physicians, to embalm his father, and the physicians embalmed Israel. We call him Jacob. They called him Israel. Listen, you say you don't believe in doctors, but listen, if you die in this city today, Baton Rouge, a walker, you can't get a burial certificate unless a doctor comes in and signs it, says that you died, and we find that Joseph here believed in physicians, and the Spirit says his servants, the physicians, the, the physicians were Joseph's servants. And also Joseph believed in drugs or medicine and his power. Why shouldn't we? The Bible teaches divine healing without the use of means, and I stand by that with all that I can. But listen, it also teaches divine healing by the use of means. And listen, many times health is restored by proper eating and proper rest. And you notice now in speaking that uh, oftentimes the old trailblazer's voice is, is kind of rusty and kind of a little horse-like. And uh, most of the time that's because my body or your body, if you have that problem, we grow tired, we grow weary, we grow fatigued, and uh, especially if you try to overdo it. But listen, most of those times, Medicine will do very little good. But if you just get quiet, maybe take a day or two off from from your daily routine, the Lord will heal those things. He'll heal your sore throat. He'll heal that, that dripping in your throat. But listen, that's divine healing. That's divine healing. That's the kind of divine healing we're thinking about. Much of our sicknesses today is due to the fact of improper eating and keeping late, late hours and then our nervous systems will not cope cannot cope with the things that goes on in our hearts and lives and i know in the in the life of god's man myself satan has a lot to do with that causing 
problems to arise up, especially, especially like in our fellowship time. We have folks come here from all over the country. It's a gracious day, several days in a row. And invariably, invariably, I've seen it happen uh, lots of times. Invariably, uh, rebellion will crop up or somebody will get crossways and it'll all come land in the pastor's lap and to upset him and upset me and upset others just at the time when we ought to be praising the Lord and thanking the Lord and reading and studying and believing God's word. But listen, oh, listen, as I said, much of our sickness is due to improper eating. Now, that's not a, that's not a startling revelation, is it? No. I read where the American youth is so far out of shape, obese, if you will, and it, that it's become alarming with our medical field. And my friend, I recommend that you do not cause your body to be out of shape. I, I do. And I know we have children who don't get proper uh, meals and those things because of home conditions. But I tell you, if you have young children below the age of 10 or 12 years old, make sure that they get a proper diet. I don't, I don't know that fast food causes all that, but I know excess causes a lot of it. And I know those things. And I'm not a, a health nut. I, I, I just don't do those things. But I, 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 I want to see you uh, uh, feel good and your body under submission. And so let's don't do If you're having a problem with that, you go to a doctor and get a good checkup. Let him tell you how to, how to plan your meals and those things. I fully recommend that. But listen. Let me look here. Doctors will tell you that much of our illness is of the mind when the body is not actually sick or afflicted. There's nothing wrong with the body, but the whole cause is in our mental psyche. Folks think they're sick, and when the mind is cleared up, their sickness, their sickness clears up. If we would just use a little common sense, oh, listen, listen. If we just use a little common sense, my dad used to call it mother wit. If we just use a little mother wit, you know. And I know they have some home remedies that's way out there somewhere, kind of off the wall. But folks, uh, let's don't criticize those folks. Let's just ask the Lord for them. Let's just, let's just ask the Lord for them. Now, I'm talking to folks who want to know the truth. Hundreds and hundreds of people have asked me, Pastor, give us the truth about divine healing as set forth in God's Word. And that's what we're doing. Oh, my friend. If, if, if I had any recommendation for you who are coming on down to the end of life, I would say take care of your bodies. Take care of them. Don't get, get enough rest. Get away from it all if you can. And, 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 and rest. And uh, that, that's divine healing. Getting away from the hustle and bustle. I have to do that once in a while. I'm a nervous person by nature. I have to be doing this and doing that and going somewhere. I've been that away all my life, building, tearing down or whatever. And I've been in excellent health all my life. But I have been blessed. You say, well, you're blessed. I know people that half their income goes for medicine. And I, I feel sorry for them. The, the main thing I would say is make sure your doctor knows what kind of medicine you're on so that you're not being over-medicated. That's what's troubling a lot of our old, uh, our nursing homes where our old people are. Oh, but listen, my friend. Listen, we're going to look in our next study there in Ezekiel 47. Oh, there it says, And the fruit thereof shall be for meat, and the leaf thereof for medicine. That's the scripture. That's God's scripture. We're going to look at it, looking at the importance of medicine. So I just ask you to, 
to pray with the old trailblazer, pray for me. I believe in prayer for the sick, my friend. We do. And I tell you, if you have folks on a sick bed, you call me, write me. We'll put them on our sick list, and I'll pray for them. I had a lady call me yesterday, 85, 86 years old, and she said, Pastor, would you pray for me? I said, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am, and I am. I have. And uh, we, we had about an hour conversation, and she had been out of touch with the ministry for, because of problems. And she said, Pastor, you know what? You made my day by talking to me. You just made my day, and I feel so much better already. She said, I'm, I'm an old, old lady. And, uh, but, you know, we need to think about our folks. And I tell you often, and I tell you again, you visit the sick. If you have sick folks, don't neglect them. Don't neglect them, my friend. Pick up a bouquet of flowers at the store and carry it to them and cheer them up and then have prayer with them. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. I'm giving you some good advice and advice that I need myself. So if you would, write me. My mailing address is the old Trailblazer, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my phone number here, 225-664-8658. Goodbye and God bless you. 